This week's episode is brought to you by Novation. Please visit Novation's website, link in the show description, to learn all about their amazing products, particularly the Summit, which is my new favorite desktop synth. And I'm going to be playing with it a lot here in 2023, so look forward to that. But let's get into the show. Hello and Happy New Year. My name is Tim Held, and this is Podular Modcast. Uh, sorry I've been away for a while, but if you were listening to the last few episodes of 2022, then you know that my mom was hospitalized, um, and yeah, it was in pretty rough shape. So with that and the holidays, uh, yeah, just didn't really have a whole lot of time or bandwidth or energy or emotional resolve <laughs> to keep on top of the podcast. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, uh, I'm a little late getting started this year. And uh, for those of you who may be worried that like, hey, what's going on? Why isn't there a video episode? Uh, no video episode this week, but I promise they will be back next week. So yeah, I hope you all had a nice holiday season. I hope you all had a great New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Um, I figured I would uh, maybe give you guys an update on what's going on with my mom. As I just mentioned, she was hospitalized. She went in for surgery. Uh, I believe it was uh, December 4th, maybe. Um, I forgot the exact date, but either way, this coming Friday will mark eight weeks that she's been in the ICU. And my guess is she'll probably be in there for at least another two weeks and then who knows where she'll be after that. You don't, I don't think she's gonna be going home from the ICU, so she's gonna have to do some recovery there. I don't know how much I shared about what happened and I don't need to get into too much detail, but she went in to get a gastric bypass surgery and a hernia repaired at the same time. She was supposed to go in Friday, come out Saturday, and this Friday will mark eight weeks in the ICU. Uh, she's been mostly sedated and unconscious since then. Um, I've only actually gone in to see her once because she had um, a breathing tube down her mouth and was completely, uh, you know, out of it. And I don't know if you know this about me, but you've probably picked up on it that I'm uh, pretty, I get pretty anxious and doom and gloomy. So I didn't really want to put that image in my head. And also if she doesn't know if anyone's there or not, then I also didn't want to like risk, you know, bringing possible COVID in there because she's had pneumonia and collapsed lungs and on, you know, on a, a breathing machine. Um, so I went in and saw her the other day and because she, she got a tracheotomy, so she didn't have tubes down her mouth and she's somewhat come to, she could kind of squeeze our hands, but they've got her hands tied down so she doesn't tear stuff out or touch her, uh, her open incision that they have to keep open because they have to go in and uh, remove infection and stuff. I think I just said I wasn't gonna get into too much detail and I just gave you a whole bunch of detail. But I think we are finally in the area or the I'm finally in the mental space where I'm, I'm out of the she could very likely die zone. It feels like she might be on her way uh, to making a recovery, but we don't know what that is going to be like. 
Um, she's going to have to have speech therapy because she's got the tracheotomy, so she can't currently talk. And, you know, it's just, it's a real mess. Um, so, yeah, uh, my sisters did start a GoFundMe, and I want to say thank you to everybody in the synth community who has donated to that. It's been very, like, overwhelmingly surprising and elating to see how many of you out there are uh, supporting somebody that you've never met. And that's just, uh, that's really, really nice. I will put a link in the show description if, if you would like to help out there, because I don't know if you know how the American medical system works, but eight to 10 weeks in the ICU is going to get very expensive. And while she does have health insurance, I'm not sure what's gonna be covered. So um, yeah. But that's the, the haps with my mom. Um, to be honest, it, it kind of got me in a funk, if you can imagine, um, paired with some other things that are going on. I haven't shared this, but I figured, well, I guess, I don't know. It's always weird. How much do I share about my life? But my, uh, my grandmother on my dad's side uh, was diagnosed with Lewy body dementia about a year ago. and. I have become the person of the family who kind of oversees her making of appointments and going to appointments with her and interpreting what the doctors are saying to her. And yeah, so I've been kind of taking care of her for the past year. And then with the mom stuff, it's just kind of been very, very overwhelming, which did put me into a, a mental funk. And I know I haven't touched on mental health in a while, and I've been meaning to, but I've also felt a little odd about it because... You know, as I've mentioned before, for the past two years, I haven't really been depressed. I've been feeling pretty good. Um, but I will say that the last, uh, the last few months have, have shown me or reminded me what it feels like to be depressed. Um, but I'm not just sharing this to, with you for, uh, you know, sympathy or anything. I wanted to try to get something useful out of uh, this experience and I want to just reiterate something I've said many, many times that if you're out there and you're feeling really, really down and low and you feel like it could never be better again, because that's how I felt and I know, you know, just that hopelessness, um, just just know that it can. And when you get out of it, you know, really, I really have made a, a strong effort to acknowledge that I am actually feeling pretty good mentally when I am and also trying to be very, um, you know, just grateful for, for feeling that. And also acknowledging that this, as much as I say this too shall pass as far as depression goes, I also reminded myself that this too shall pass, this feeling good. Like, it's not like I'm gonna live the rest of my life without being depressed. And that might sound kind of negative, but I feel like that was an extremely useful exercise in hindsight, because one of my biggest fears uh, early on when I when I got on the antidepressants that started working and I actually started to feel normal, uh, my biggest fear was them stopping working or something happening to where I go back into that depression. Um, but also like, you know, you can't live in fear and you also have to be realistic. You can't have peaks without valleys, you know? Uh, so just the, you know, acknowledging and respecting the the impermanence of everything. Um, yeah, I think I, I just, even though I went back into this depression, uh, it, it did feel um, much more manageable because 
I knew, I, I know that beast. I know the beast of depression, but I also know it's possible to feel good. Um, and another kind of useful thing, it was, it was an interesting, uh, well, yeah, I guess interesting, but also not fun experience of being depressed for an actual reason. You know, it used to be, it just didn't matter. I, you know, things could be going great on paper, but I could feel terrible or vice versa. Um, but I think, um, you know, having, having something to hang it on was also very useful. Uh, so I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I hope you're all doing well out there. I'm sorry I haven't really talked about mental health too much lately. I know a lot of people have uh, really liked that aspect about PodMod, um, you know, talking with other people about it and me talking about my own uh, journey with it. And I do feel a little selfish that I didn't bring it up for so long because I was feeling good. And it was something that was always kind of poke in the back of my brain, but I didn't know how to talk about it or when to bring it up, so I feel like this was the right time. I also want to remind everybody that on the PodMod Discord, there is a channel that is devoted to depression, where you can go on and, uh, you know, just talk about it and uh, talk with each other about it, and I've seen a lot of people have really nice uh, discourse in there, so I'll put a link in the show description to the Discord as well. Okay, so what are we doing this week? Uh, We don't have a guest, because again, I wasn't really doing a whole lot of podcast stuff. Um, So what I thought I would do is play some music that I've recently uh, been been enjoying. Some people have sent me stuff, I have found stuff on my own. But I also went into the PodMod Discord channel, the the music recommendations channel, and I found some of y'all who posted some of your new music, and I went and picked it up on Bandcamp. So I'm gonna play some new music for y'all, and I'm also gonna talk about some modules and maybe show you a patch or two. And, uh, and yeah, and we'll be back next week with an actual guest episode. But before we get into the music and the patches, I want to tell you about a giveaway that uh, Patchworks and Recovery Effects are teaming up on. They will be doing a giveaway uh, of Recovery Effects, the Mystic, the desktop synth that I uh, talked about a few weeks ago and and made some patches with. Um, It's a really, really cool synth. I don't know all the details yet, but I know what's happening. So keep an eye on Patchworks and Recovery uh, Effects on Instagram or online. You can visit Patchworks at P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S.com. I was just in there the other day um, and I picked up I picked myself up a little uh, 64X powered 4MS pod um, because I want to start running drums through modular and, you know, doing more guitar stuff through modular. And, you know, it's just like it's hard to bring a big case around uh, or put a a case by the drum set. So I thought a nice little compact uh, thing would be nice. So if you'd like to look at all the cool uh, pods over there at uh, Patchworks, please visit them online at P-A-T-C-H-W-E-R-K-S dot com. I would also like to say thank you to Afterlater Audio for their continued support of Podular Modcast. Uh, lots of new modules released in the Mutable Instruments Classics line. And keep your eyes peeled because there's going to be some really cool uh, original designs coming out in early 2023, including 
my next module. You remember the Bleep Bloop 2000 uh, with my big dumb face on it? Uh, that was It's a cool module. It was kind of weird, uh, but the, the next one is going to be super useful, and I've been using it so much in my own system, and uh, it's the module that I've been looking for and always wanted, so I made it. Um, well, I had the idea and Lenny designed it because I am not an engineer. But yeah, please visit them at afterlateraudio.com to learn more about all of their great products. So speaking of products, I, um, I want to share with you my, uh, I made a list a while ago and then of course all that life stuff happened so I didn't end up talking about it or, or sharing it. But I did make a list of my favorite modules of 2022. And uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make some some patches here in a moment with them. But here's my list. Um, I think they were all released in 2022. Maybe one wasn't. Maybe one or two. But the board brain injector. I love this thing. It is a uh, it's a way to get your your external instruments into your modular environment. So it's got a quarter inch input, uh, but it also has uh, an envelope follower on it with a positive and negative envelope and a switch where you can go between slow envelopes, medium and fast, and then a gate output as well. Um, you can set sensitivity of both of those things. So it's got some really cool modulation options uh, based off of its incoming signal and then it's also got this instrument preamp on it which I absolutely love so it's got this like drive that sounds like it sounds just as good as some of the amps that I've had in the past and some of the overdrive pedals um, and it's got you know a couple different parameters so uh, you know you can you can shape your sound as far as frequency goes and uh, you know yeah it's just it's really really awesome so I'm gonna be using that in a moment Next up on the list is the Schlappy Engineering three-body oscillator. Um, it's it's absolutely wild. I've messed with it a little bit on the show, but you should go check out some demos. It's um, super super fun uh, digital oscillator. Works very well as uh, a voice, but it also can be a crazy source of modulation. And then we have the Qubit Nautilus, uh, the Qubit's new delay that is just absolutely insane with what you can do with it and i still feel like i'm scratching the surface with it i'm still coming up with new ideas of how i can use it it's not your typical delay it's it's got so many awesome cv options and a bunch of different delay modes on it so highly recommend that next on the list technically isn't one module it's four but you can link them all together to become one giant module, and that is the Afterlater Audio uh, Coco series, which is just, it's, it's a complex oscillator system, and you have your choice of two different center pieces, either a wave folder or a uh, sub-harmonic generator, and just like the, the three-body from Schlappy, it is an amazing voice, but it also can be an absolutely wild uh, modulation source. And then next is the Make Noise XPO. I had so much fun bringing that on my road trip to Oregon in September, made some cool videos with that. Just, you know, just like everything from Make Noise, it's got its own thing going on. Really, really cool sounds, really cool stereo options. Um, 
Then I think this one may have been released in 2021. I'm not sure, but I got it in 2022. Uh, it's the Mystic Circuits IDUM. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a way of making IDM beats uh, with just sending in some some clock signals. And there's a bunch of different parameters on it. Again, like the Nautilus, feel like I'm just scratching the surface with it. Still coming up with new ways to use it. Super fun. Uh, next is the Weston Precision Audio SF1 filter. I will be using that in a moment. Just a really, really cool filter with all sorts of uh, options. It can be a stereo or a dual filter. Um, and it's just got some unique things that I really like. Two outputs for each side. Um, and each each output on each side has uh, different, different types of modes that you can uh, use. So really, really fun there. And next is another one I will be using here. And this one, I I feel like this is, you know, you get those modules that you're like, okay, well, this is going to stay in all my main cases for the rest of my modular life. That's the 4MS uh, Shaped Dual Envelope VCA. You can shape these envelopes um, with CV and it doesn't affect like the, uh, the, uh, the envelopes like cycle. It's... It's crazy. Um, you can do so much cool stuff with it. It's got an, uh, an input for like envelope following on it and it's got, you know, gate outputs. It's got a VCA built into it and just insane modulation inputs um, to control the shapes and all sorts of different things about the waves. And then it's got five outputs. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very, very useful. And like I said, I'll be using that in a moment. And finally, the only uh, manufacturer that gets two modules on my top 10 list, and it's the Board Brain EQ5. Very, very simple module. It's a stereo EQ, stereo in, stereo outs, uh, five band. All bands can be controlled via CV. I don't really use the CV too much on it, but it's just so nice to have an end of chain EQ just to sweeten things up, especially if you're doing, uh, you know, stereo patches from a mixer that has a bunch of different voices and stuff going on. It's just, you know, it's just that it's that much less time you have to spend in the DAW. So I will be using that as well in the patch that I'm going to show you today. Of course, links in the show description to everything that I just talked about. Um, but let's just let's uh, let's do a little palate cleanse. Let's let's stop listening to my voice for a minute and let's listen to a track. Now, this track that I'm going to play is from Matt Lowry, and it's from uh, his album called Rudder. And the track is called Two. It's the second track on the album, and I just think it's a really really interesting. Um, take on modular and using drums in modular and it's just like crunchy and very very cool but I'm going to stop describing it because you're about to listen to it so yeah once again Matt Lowry off of the Rudder album Thank you. 
That is my jam. I love that track. Once again, Matt Lowry, thank you for sending me that album on Instagram. Don't forget, I'm always open to listening to your music. Uh, I think people did send me some stuff towards the end of the year. If you did that, um, I probably didn't get around to it because of everything I talked about in the intro. Uh, So maybe remind me if I haven't gotten to it. Uh, Also, Go to the Discord, put your music up there because I like to, uh, you know, go through that and check stuff out and uh, use it for the show. So as you know, I went down to Portland a little bit ago to uh, do the Waveform PDX event. And while I was down there, I stopped by the Beacon Sound table. Uh, Beacon Sound is a label based out of Portland and they release absolutely amazing music. So I picked up some uh, cassettes there. So I'm going to play a track called New Limb by Location Services and it's on their Reincorporate album. And I don't know what else to say about it other than it's just it's just flat out good tunes. So uh, once again, Location Services, New Limb.
All right, this next track is by New Hansen. It is called Crater Lake off of their North to the Dowels album. Enjoy.
All right, so there is my uh, little guitar patch. But it's not quite there yet, um, but I will persevere because I want my next record to be uh, a guitar through modular driven project. So let's just go over the signal path really quick. It's gonna be a little hard to follow without the, uh, without a video, but I will be making a video soon. But basically I'm running the guitar into the injector and then uh, let's just go over some of the outs on the injector. I've got, I'm using the negative envelope because it uh, it's an envelope generator or envelope follower, excuse me. Um, I'm using the gate out as well. I'm sending that gate out. I've got it molted. I've got it going to uh, a clock divider and then I've got the divided by 16 out going into the pachinko just for a little extra random modulation, but the rest of the modulation in this patch will be coming from either the injector or the shaped dual envelope uh, VCA from 4MS, which I'm just gonna start calling the, um, the 4MS envelope or the 4MS VCA because I'm using the envelopes and the VCAs on it. So first up, I've got the output from the injector going into the 100 grit from Schlappy Engineering for a little extra overdrive. I did mention earlier that the uh, injector has really nice overdrive on it, but I'm not using it because I am using the Bad Comrade from Recovery Effects, which is a really, really intense fuzz. Um, and if I use the drive, into that it's just it's way too much running the 100 grit then into the cutting room floor from uh recovery effects and it sounds like this I like that sound a lot. And I am using the uh, some modulation from the linear five volt output of the envelope A from the 4MS to control the CV in on the cutting room floor. And it's pretty mild. Um, so I'm just gonna turn that up a bit so you can hear it. <laughs> That, that brings it a little too far out of tune, so I just, it's very subtle. But let's get into the really, really crazy stuff on this patch. Um, I will start with what I've got coming um, out of the Bad Comrade. So I've got the injector going into Bad Comrade, and then that is uh, molted into the left and right inputs of the Weston SF1 dual filter. So the, the left output of the SF1 is going into the VCA on the A channel of the shaped dual envelope VCA. But before I play that sound, I just want to play what's coming out of the, uh, the SF1. So I've got the left output of the SF1 filter in uh, a notch mode and it sounds like this. And then I'm running that into the 4MS VCA on the A side. Um, but let me tell you really quick what I've got going into the cutoff. So I've got the envelope B from the 4MS controlling the, the cutoff of that filter. Um, and then now I am going to uh, 
run that into the VCA of the, the foreign mess envelope. And uh, I'm triggering that with the gate output from the injector. And then I am controlling its shape as well as its uh, rise and fall time um, with the Pachinko random voltage. So it sounds like this. Cool. And then I've got the right output of the SF1 going into the VCA-B on the shaped envelope. But let me just play just the filter before I get into the uh, the VCA. And I've got this in high pass mode and uh, a little modulation. I'll talk about the modulation more here in a second, uh, the cutoff on this filter, but it's not super noticeable. It's very subtle. So let's put that through the B VCA on the shaped dual envelope. So that together with both of the left output and right output into the two VCAs on the uh, 4MS. Pretty neat. Um, oh, and I shall probably also tell you what's triggering the uh, the B envelope. I actually have the end of rise of the uh, channel A of the 4MS triggering the channel B. So I've got the envelope A of the 4MS controlling the shape of envelope B, and then I've got the rise and fall time of envelope B controlled by some random voltage from Pachinko. And so I mentioned earlier, uh, I've got some CV going into the right side of the SF1 filter. I've actually got two sources going in. One is the uh, OR output. So it's the OR of the uh, envelope A and B from the 4MS envelope. And then I'm also running uh, the negative envelope from the envelope follower on the injector into that. And it'll be more apparent when you hear it on the right two output. So let's check out the right or the left two and right two outputs. I'm running those into the board brain EQ5. And I'm using the EQ5 to really, really scoop out the high and the high mids. Um, a slight boost to the low mid and then slightly turning down the mid and the low frequencies. I'm doing that so they don't step on the uh, the other two outputs from the Weston uh, SF1 that are going into the VCAs. So let me just actually get this zeroed out so you can hear left two and right two outputs of SF1, which are both in like this phaser mode. And then if I turn up the uh, left one and right one outputs that are going into the VCAs. So I don't really think you can just dis like distinguish between the two. Um, so that's why I'm using the EQ5. So once again, I'll turn down the high and the high mid, slight boost to the low mid and slightly turning down the mids and the lows. So now you'll be able to hear those a little bit more prominently from each other. 
And then to round it out and finish it off here, all together, got the, uh, the cutting room floor plugged back in. And that's the patch. Um, I'm gonna keep working on it because I think all of those could be more distinguishable from each other. Um, and I'm not loving uh, the frequencies that are all playing with each other, but that's all user error. Um, but yeah, this, this shaped dual envelope VCA from 4MS is so insane, so, so uh, robust. You like so much self patching available, um, you know, other than two really minor random voltages from Pachinko and uh, just the, the negative envelope from the envelope follower of injector, all the modulations coming from that. All right, we're gonna get back into some uh, more tracks here. But before we do that, I want to say thank you to everybody who supports me on Patreon. And if you would like to help out, head on over to patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. There you can get uh, some of the bonus chats that I started doing at the end of episodes, um, all sorts of other bonus material sporadically throughout the year. Um, and I'm open to suggestions for what kind of stuff you would like to see on the Patreon. Once again, that's patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. All right, now as a little palate cleanser, I'm gonna play you a track from this album that I, I found recently that I just love. It's so delightful. It is by Rob Moss Wilson and Cool Maritime. Rob is a uh, poet, and then Cool Maritime is a synthesist who uses Buchla. And I bought the cassette, and it comes with like a little uh, cassette-sized book of drawings and uh, the poems from the album written out. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoy this because I, I find it very, very, very delightful. Bad ideas. Having been gone for some time, I come home to let the spiders know about all their bad ideas. I could not remember how long ago I started cooking this rice. Now it's too late to start the timer, and I guess I'm on my own in this land of unknown measure. They're having a wedding at their home. The backyard is full of friends and family, and the neighbors are sitting on their porches, uninvited, but enjoying the atmosphere. Compromise. Couldn't operate the shower, so I settled for a bath. Meditation. When everyone around you is absorbed in their phone, resist the urge to join them. Then, interrogate. 
your feelings of superiority. Cloud poem. These are clouds with a texture I can touch with very large fingers. Flow prep. That I've spent half my day looking for the right tool makes me think twice about being in a hurry. And I suspect if I were to move twice as slow, I could prepare myself for an enjoyable flow. I was so proud I remembered her name. I said it four times in the first 30 seconds of our conversation until I began to sense her shame of forgetting mine. Surrender to the elastic waistband. It has you surrounded. He begins to walk away before I am done giving him directions to the bathroom in a place I am familiar with and he is not. All right, once again, that is Big Lunch by Rob Moss Wilson and Cool Maritime. Next up, we've got Black Box by Snowden off of his new Modern Quilt EP. Snowden is Justin from, or formerly from, Modular Seattle. Um, video extraordinaire and synthesis extraordinaire. So let's check this track out.
right, let's get uh, let's get raucous here. We're gonna listen to Ardata, the first track off of Eric Schlappi's new album, Peeling Deck Plates. God, I love me some Eric Schlappi music. And if you haven't seen Eric Schlappi perform live, you absolutely must. Next up, this track is called Horse Latitudes from a group called Voca Gentle. And uh, yeah, just really enjoying their weird, ethereal, poppy, synthy coolness. Enjoy. 
Alright, next up we have the track Grace off of the album Love Sick by Tal Sounds. I'm not sure, it's capital T-A-L Sounds. It's beautiful music. Tal or T-A-L Sounds. I gotta I gotta figure that out. Anyways, great track. Get into it. 
absolutely gorgeous. But I'm not going to end with a nice peaceful track. You know me better than that. Let's get into some doomy synth doom metal synth doom. This is Apparition. With ecstasy through self-destruction off of the album Eyes Like Predatory Wealth.
All right, that is our show for the week. Thank you so much for coming back to Podular Modcast. If you would like to keep the show running and help keep the LEDs blinking over here at PodMod, please visit patreon.com forward slash Podular Modcast. Thank you to Novation, After Later Audio, and Patchworks for their continued support of the show. Don't forget to check out the links to all the amazing artists and modules we talked about today. Um, And if you would like to help out with my mom's GoFundMe, there's a link in the show description there. Please send me your music if you want to be played on a future episode like this. Uh, What else is there to say? Not much. It's good to be back. I'm feeling better. I'm ready to take on 2023. Are you? This week's secret word is xanthan gum. X-A-N-T-H-A-N gum. You'll find it on a lot of ingredients lists here in the U.S. Until next week.